0: She's Katie.
1: He's Ben.
0: Oh my, such an episode this week.
1: <laughs> we have so many opinions about this episode. We,
0: we do have a, an awful lot of opinions about this episode.
1: This episode was, um, I thought it was good, it, it, it clipped by very quickly.
0: It did go by very quickly. Um, it did not make me think, actually it made me like one person, but we'll get to that.
1: Oh, okay. Wow. Suspense.
0: Suspense. Season one of the Vanderpump Rules, episode five. I'm not a bitch. Stassi comes back from Vegas to find that Sarah's not the same. Jackson has started dating one of her friends, and Kate and Kristen have turned against her. When Lisa calls a staff meeting to put a stop to the infighting, Laura Lee explodes on Stassi for sending her bullying text. Sheena, nervously prepares for her first live performance at the world-famous Roxy, where after a rocky start, she not only steals the show but makes a very unexpected friend. And it's not the dance you do on the stage, it's the unexpected friends you make along the way, after all. So
1: <laughs> nice, very nice.
0: Thank you, thank you. All right, so uh, this episode brought to you by rose and watermelon tequila. Ayo, yo, yo,
1: <laughs> you know, I, it, it only feels appropriate when talking about VPR.
0: I mean, yeah, totally. I I feel like I need to get drunk to hang out with these people, or not really drunk, but just a little tipsy. So just a
1: little, and it's little, still quarantine, you know. We're all
0: uh, that's true. Another day in the uh, the Dorian Gray, I guess. So
1: <laughs> correct. So Shall we start going through the episode?
0: I mean that that is theoretically what people have tuned in for. So yes.
1: If they've stuck around five weeks in.
0: <laughs> How could you leave after last episode?
1: <laughs> that's true. Uh, well, scene one, we're, we're at good old LVP's house.
0: Yes. A and crossover
1: Mom, with Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It, that's its own episode. It's
0: a- so that's I thought that that was like, that kind of makes sense then that that was from another episode because it's like, we're having, t- we're having a tea party.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And then they, like, showed a, a clip from a tea party, and I was like, okay. But I guess that was a Housewives thing.
1: That was a flashback to a Housewives episode. I think early on they're still assuming that people are interested in the Housewives, but...
0: I mean, probably.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Le- Lisa was much more of a character in this one than she has been in any other episode.
1: It's true. We get, get Lisa coming, coming through to lay down the law.
0: We do, and it kind of starts here, so... Yes. We have the tea party, and they have Jacks and Peter and wife beaters, or A-shirts, I guess is probably the better term. Um, to
1: to be basically, like, the slabs of meat for Lisa's friends.
0: I want to pick somebody other than Peter.
1: And Peter seems like he's in good shape at this point, I guess I would say, but yeah.
0: I mean, I don't know, I, you know, I, I am we- not... I'm not the dude to, like, really just go off on somebody's physique since I'm a big fat ass, but, um, Peter was just unremarkable here.
1: I think Lisa can trust Peter.
0: For sure. For sure. Since he manages the the place and you need somebody who's not like going to try and fuck everybody at the party like Jax. (laughs) Right.
1: Right. So, you know, but Lisa has a little sit down with, with good old Jax Taylor.
0: She does, and it's really funny how she spins this. It's like they were all at Vegas at this restaurant representing Sir. And I was like, were they really? And then I guess, well I suppose since they all work at the same place, you can you can say that. That that is a good like corporate stance to take if you want to call somebody to task for something that didn't happen at the company.
1: It's true. It's true. You know, and she has to It's good for the television if Lisa starts laying down the law.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, and and she's like, "Let's sit down, Jax. I'm very disappointed in you, Jax. I'm very disappointed in myself."
1: Jax's performance was very good in this moment. I have to say,
0: yes, it was. Uh, Although I I will have to give Lisa credit because I felt like Lisa was seeing through the bullshit. She was just letting him bullshit. Um. Because he did kind of fall and it's really interesting because you can kind of see it here. And it's one of the reasons that I don't know that I will ever like Jax. Um, and Jax probably would be super fun to hang out. So I would probably like have drinks with Jax, but I I wouldn't want to be his best friend
1: Sure.
0: because you can see at various points. And this is one of them where he responds to something and maybe it's the editing. Maybe I'm being unfair. Let me be fair to Jax Taylor. Um, but they always, the way it's edited, make it look like there is a couple of seconds from when somebody says something to him to when he figures out what they're, how they mean it, and then he falls into his rote response.
1: Mm. Interesting that you might say that.
0: Well... There's just a couple things I picked up on. Like here, you know, I'm disappointed in you. Well, I'm I'm disappointed in myself. And he just goes into all the, you know, I'm I'm just I'm so in love with her, and it just really upsets me, and blah blah blah. And the two things I notice here is he stops himself from calling his new apartment his home. He's like, I've got a new apartment. And then he still refers to Stassi as his girlfriend.
1: And and Lisa's like, she's not your girlfriend. She's Frank's girlfriend.
0: <laughs> right, right. Um, and he's just like, I, I just, I'm, I'm so emotionally drained. I don't want to talk about it anymore.
1: But see, that's the moment where I thought he kind of won Lisa over, though, because she was like, okay, I understand. I understand.
0: I, I think that was also the point where she's like, well, you're here to do a job, and so if I browbeat you too much more, then you're not going to be able to do the job.
1: Sure, sure. Lisa is definitely, she's not, you know, Maybe, maybe fool her if, once.
0: Yeah, totally. That's
1: that's it. If, if she is fooled, but I think that's a fair argument. But anyways, yes.
0: If she was fooled, she's not like thirty minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, in episode time, because she's like, well, we're just gonna have to call a big staff meeting.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's true. To like call everyone to the floor, and then Jax immediately goes to Peter.
0: Yes. 'cause of course he does. <laughs> uh,
1: and that's when you know it was a complete performance because he's like, blah, 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 like, I don't want to deal with this. Yeah, <laughs> what's
0: what's everybody always asking me about this? Why can't they just let me do my thing?
1: Just let me this my life.
0: Yeah. I also love the fact that his response to well, how are you and Frank gonna work together? Uh, Frank works in like this section of the bar and I work in this section of the bar. You're thirty feet away from each other. I know it'll be fine.
1: You know, because Jax is a responsible adult.
0: And also doesn't really care that much. But that's neither here nor there.
1: Ah, damn, damn. I mean, time will tell, I suppose.
0: I I suppose. But anyway, (laughs) now we go on to our second scene. Yes. Stassi and her mama.
1: Her mama, Dana.
0: Yep. Complaining about shoes, but beauty is pain. Mm
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Gotta say, though, Dana is a hottie.
1: She is a hottie, it's true. But I, you know, honestly, I think she's like an attractive, young-looking mom, but I don't think that, I think Saucy is more attractive.
0: A long pause. Um...
1: <laughs> Ben's like, I don't.
0: I don't, well, so, I don't.
1: Uh, from one to Santa Claus, <laughs> rating Dana Schroeder.
0: <laughs> um... I do think that Stassi has a prettier face than her mom. Yeah. So I will agree with you there. Um, I would say that she's a five or a six on the Sandoval scale.
1: One okay. All, right. All right. That's, that's pretty decent. Pretty decent.
0: I love the little exchange here. Though. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you.
1: No, no, no. What were you going to say? I What I was going to say was related to this. So please.
0: Oh, okay. So... I love the little exchange of the dumbass shows up and ruins everything. And I was like, oh, Jack's the dumbass Taylor. I like that. And then, like, her mom was like, Frank was staying in your room? Yes.
1: And Stassi's like, well, yeah.
0: (laughs) Right. I didn't realize that you guys were that close. (laughs) Yeah, we are. (laughs) I was like... That is the most coded way to say, I didn't realize you guys was fucking, but yeah, mom, we are fucking.
1: <laughs> She's like, yeah, mom, let me live my life, okay?
0: Yeah, that Down was here. actually one of the most southern moments of that entire thing, because that felt like a very southern exchange to me.
1: Yes, you do hear the southern twang in Dana's voice. This is true.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, just like the inflection of of innocuous words.
1: <laughs> that close.
0: That close. Then we get a Katie-Kristen bash session.
1: Oh, oh, oh. Yes. Uh, We get a Katie-Kristen bash session between Stassi and Dana. Yeah. I think a crucial distinction between Stassi and Dana, I would like to say. I think Stassi is way more natural on camera than her mother is. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Anyways, neither here nor there. But yes. (laughs) Katie.
0: Although we do see something, we, we learned something important about Stassi here. Which is? Well... When her mom is like, oh, I knew he was never good for you, and why were you living with a 32 or 33-year-old who couldn't hold down a job and didn't even want one everything? Stassi's eyes shift a whole lot. You can tell she's really uncomfortable. And, I mean, this kind of, spoiler alert, I guess, it proves out to be true, but it, it did give me the feeling that she's really not over the dumbass. So,
1: Okay. Yes, that does bear out to be well, we'll see what happens as the episode we will we will moves along. That's true. I didn't really think about that, but you I think you're right.
0: Yeah, I mean because she didn't jump in and be like, Yeah, screw him and he's terrible and all this other stuff. She just kinda shifted her eyes and and drink her wine.
1: Well, it's also a point of pride, right? Where it's like her mom Maybe. is saying like, You let someone take advantage of you.
0: Yeah, that's also possible.
1: Both things, I think both things could be true at once.
0: They can. Uh, the human mind can hold more than one idea at a time. Still <laughs> <It's> very <totally> true. <laughs> so then we go to scene three, mm-hmm. which we find out that Tina, who is alternately called a Villa Blanca waitress and a Sir waitress, depending on which Chiron you're reading and who you're talking to.
1: Oh, I thought this was a very funny meta moment in the show where they go. Who is she? And then they flash back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that definitely was. but I mean, the actually the thing about that was is I found that to be very bad because if Tina can put up twenty five thousand dollars, or whatever it was twenty
1: five
0: hundred? Oh okay, well, twenty five hundred still, that's not as much. Okay, that changes it anyway. But anyway, could book the Roxy and put out this money for it and apparently is somewhat of a name locally in the music business, it shocks me that a guy who's a the CEO of a recording company didn't know who she was. Maybe not know a whole lot about her, but it would at least have recognized the name. But anyway, uh, I, I just... I think this is not the most reputable recording company that Sheena is dealing with. I guess that's where I'm going with it.
1: Whatever would make you think that?
0: <laughs> Only the people everything.
1: Who, who are asking her to make sex noises in front of her boyfriend in the booth. Come on. Yeah. Completely reputable.
0: <laughs> that's true. So Sheena picks two people at random who also work with her to be her backup singers. I was like, Uh, what the hell is this?
1: (laughs) Yes, one of them. Here's some more insider trading. Is a a future castmate.
0: Oh, well, all right. (laughs) Casting call.
1: I was like, the the second time I ever rewatched the show, I was like, oh my God, hey. (laughs) Uh,
0: You know, I, I didn't really make a whole lot of notes here other than the fact that when they're in the booth and they're trying, it's almost like they had never seen the lyrics to the song before and yes
1: it was like sheena did not know the lyrics to her own song mm,
0: yeah it was it's was pretty terrible and her little comment of can we just auto-tune the mic mm. no but you could lip sync and i'm honestly not sure that that's not what happened
1: uh, it's a good point i was like oh shishu shishu come on <laughs> right Like, oh Shishu does
0: get some shine this episode though. I gotta gotta give it to her.
1: It's true, that's true.
0: Um the uh, scene four.
1: Yeah, that's right. They just go, they're like
0: they do. Well, I mean
1: short scenes, they're moving.
0: for real. I think we actually talked about that last scene for longer than it was. Jack's the flirty waiter. About like, oh, are you guys going to this thing? I think I'm going to take it off early and go. Blah, 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 blah.
1: Jax, the, the commiserate professional.
0: Right, right, yeah. And then we get Peter the questioner. Uh, Peter. I heard a thing. And this is the second time that I noticed this about Jax. And again, it could be in how they edited the show. So Peter asked the quintessential Cliffhanger question as we go into the commercial break.
1: Right.
0: I heard you hooked up with somebody at SIR. And Jax does not appear to know what to say until Peter overplays his hand and goes, I know who it is. It's Laura Lee. At which point Jack snaps into character and just starts, oh, it was just she was babysitting my dog and blah 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 and and the the Jack's story about how two young kids working at a restaurant in WeHo fell into the bed together.
1: I started fucking.
0: Like started fucking. Yes, the best sex he's had in a long time. Wow.
1: And Peter's like, "Well, are you are you serious about this, Jacks?"
0: I don't remember what Jack said to that.
1: He basically was like, uh, nah.
0: Yeah, true. (laughs) What I I love then is that Laura Lee then runs up, um, and Laura Lee is probably about a seven on the Sandoval scale.
1: On the Sandoval scale? Wow, she's ranked pretty high.
0: She does. I mean, she's very cute.
1: She is very cute. But what about the voice?
0: I didn't say anything about the voice. I just said (laughs) she was very cute. You didn't ask me to rank her voice on a Sheena to Good scale, so...
1: Uh, and how does her well I'll save this question for later
0: well she comes in and she's like I <laughs> I was like okay um, <laughs> and then we find out that she's nine months sober from being a meth addict and she's like I'm an ex-meth addict I will beat them up I was like okay she's cute <laughs> and crazy At the, and it's at that point that Jax goes this is the best sex I've had in a long time and I was like hmm yeah yeah the uh, crazy to hot ratio seems pretty high there so i can believe that it was pretty good
1: uh no yes L- laura lee making really uh making a, a a hot entrance that is for damn sure
0: well she was in the last episode
1: she was i told you that yeah
0: you
1: <laughs> did Yeah, but she is uh, really making up for lost time in this episode, that is.
0: Well, I mean, she's kind of put in a a bad spot. I actually kind of feel a little bit sorry for her.
1: Yes, it's true. She is in a bad spot. (laughs) But cut to, right, the scene extends into... Stassi, who who is also on the schedule for this evening.
0: A a schedule that... And she also has now found out that, um, to her credit, which I don't think she... I think she deserves credit, but it's not given credit for this. Laura Lee messages Stassi and says, hey, I'm hooking up with your ex. So then Stassi is all upset about it because, of course, she is. And she's she has to work in a room that is Jack's and Kristen and I guess Tom, I don't remember who the other person was, and Laura Lee, and she's just like, This is so unfair, nobody here likes me. And Kristen is getting off on the fact that Stassi is upset. I mean, it is completely like, Fuck you, bitch.
1: <laughs> Kristen's like, Yep. She's like, suffer, bitch. Yep. Which- to give Stassi a little bit of credit, because I don't think you can give her a whole lot in this episode, this is not a good episode for our girl, I, I will say it is against the girl code to date your friend's ex.
0: Um, yeah, it's also against guy code, but it happens all the time.
1: Of course it happens, it's true, it's just...
0: I mean, that that's like, you you shouldn't do this. And granted, this isn't, like, incredibly quick. I mean, I, I, I get the feeling, well, we find out a, a little bit about time here in a minute, and it was quicker than I thought. But, you know, you, you get the feeling that this is happening, like, the week after all the shit in Vegas went down.
1: It's only four days later.
0: Four days later. Okay. And that is quick, for sure. But I, I've always been one of those that... How good of a friend were you really? If of course. Work friends. Also, you've already moved on to somebody who was his friend and also worked at the same place.
1: I mean, that's a great, great point. It's sort of like, well, what did you think was going to happen? You know who Jax is.
0: Yeah, for real. For real. What I did love is Lisa shows up.
1: Oh, that's right. Puts a target right on Jax.
0: And she does. And she's like, what is this yesterday you were all tore up and now you're like and jackson's like no i'm super happy blah 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 blah. it's all good
1: (laughs) and and lisa just calls bullshit on him i love that she was like you have to be careful with laura lee she is delicate (laughs) delicate fragile girl
0: yeah i don't know how fragile she is but whereas as, as we find out here in a little bit stassi talks a lot of mess I think Laura Lee might act out on some of it. I also love the (laughs) fact that he didn't have time to pull his trousers up. (laughs) Uh, Yes, Lisa.
1: Lisa drops the best shade of all time.
0: (laughs) Yes, and I I started to really like her in this episode.
1: Oh, I'm so glad to hear it. Well, and Stassi is just not she's pulling bad moves all over the place. You can't go up to your manager and be like why are you being such a dick? (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, just just let me cut me because I, I'm working with these people and it sucks. Uh, we got 50 reservations. I can't cut you and the reason you're pissed off is for the same thing that you are mad at him for doing, so what the fuck?
1: Peter also calls bullshit.
0: He does. He does call bullshit.
1: You can see why their relationship didn't work out.
0: Mm, and that's very true. That's very true. I'm actually surprised it lasted four months if he was that, you know, brunt with her all the time.
1: It's true. But yes.
0: Then we get a house party.
1: House party in which Kristen. What, what? Sorry, what were you going to say? I
0: just said, what? Ask her.
1: Woo woo! Woo woo! Where Kristen invites everyone that Saucy doesn't like.
0: I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh she's like and what's even better about it is she's like yeah tom and i decided to have this house party and because i'm on the house with Stasi, i could totally invite all the people that i actually like that Stasi just didn't like which is a complete 180 from the first couple of episodes I was like you conniving hooker what the hell
1: <laughs> you conniving hooker right
0: <laughs> Right, I she always said, liked Sheena, it's just Stasi didn't, so I was mean to her. It was like, what the fuck is this?
1: Like, you were the front line of the, like, how could you put...
0: Yes, exactly.
1: ...suntan lotion on Jax. <laughs> uh,
0: you, were, you were, like, her flavor flave until just this episode, I guess last episode, <laughs> but, you know, it's like, what in the hell?
1: Yep, yep. I mean, she's trying to pull a power move, I guess.
0: I guess so. But everybody seems to be having a good time, and Jax and Laura Lee are all over each other. And then we get Sheena, the fortune teller.
1: <laughs> Sheena looking into her crystal ball.
0: <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, the way I see them interacting, don't see it lasting long. It's like, well, you're probably right, Sheena. You are probably right.
1: And J- Jax, like, he like makes some comment about the contest between him and Frank. I think it's Tina who brings it up and Jax is like, "Well, I believe I'm one because I'm not with her."
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> <I was> like <laughs> which is uh, also like a good line. I have to give Jax that. But it's complete like a flip-flop 180 degrees. It's like, "What the hell?" And then hey, we J- get Oh, go ahead.
1: Jax is settling down with LL over here with Laura Lee.
0: He did do like the um Compassionate boyfriend thing, which is when she started reading like the insane texts that Stasi was sending her.
1: Rage texts.
0: He comes and sits beside her to, you know, offer his emotional support. Some yes. more, his, his, his emotional support penis is there. So, <laughs>
1: can, can we get like, can people get um, permits for that?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, probably. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that what is happening on cor- or on Tinder during quarantine? Anyways, I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> I haven't been on it, so I don't know. But if you uh, have been on Tinder and you have have offered your services as or used the services of an emotional support penis, let us know.
1: <laughs> yes, we would love to know what, how that looks. What that looks like. I guess it means you're a male. Process. Don't say that.
0: <laughs> Because that just means you're going to get a lot of dick pics. Here's what my emotional support penis looks like. <laughs>
1: no, I don't want them. I don't want them. Oh, God. I'm going to have to change my phone number. Anyways. Um, yes. Oh, yes. Then we go into the... A lot is happening at this party, I feel like. But, but really, it's the Stassi rage text that kind of takes front and center.
0: That and, and Sheena kind of being like, you know, I thought I'd be be happy that Stasi was getting the business, but
1: uh I
0: kinda I kinda think Jacks is being shady.
1: And you're like, oh, okay, Sheena. Sure.
0: Yeah. Sure. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh what do you think of the rage text, the long blocks of Stasi basically harassing Laura Lee?
0: It's insane. Yeah. In a word, um, I'm not overly surprised by it. I, I am just some of the logic didn't make sense to me, and I guess it's just because she was pissed off and then like highly emotional. But like, I was your only friend, and now you've done this, and you're not going to have any friends. And right now, Stassi, it's you and the B team are the only friends. So.
1: Yeah, it's, it's not a good look when she was like, she's lucky that I only bully texted her. You're just like, oh, stop
0: Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: Oh. oh, no. Yes. But, you know, Laura Lee's like, whatever, like I, you know, I'm happy to respond.
0: No, Laura Lee, I-, I thought and small sample size. But I do kind of feel sorry for her cuz she is kind of caught between the Jacks and the Stassi. Um, but I thought she was was cool here. You know, she was, you know, she didn't like super fly off the handle, she didn't stab Stassi with a cocktail fork when they had the staff meeting. Um, you know, I'm not going to say she's blameless, but I do think that she is for the most part of anybody innocent.
1: Yes, she she really hasn't done a lot to she hasn't really done anything wrong. So um so yeah, then we get to we get to the, the staff meeting.
0: We do get to the staff meeting.
1: And whoa, what a what a meeting this it is.
0: A yeah. burner. It is, and it it actually kind of starts off really quiet, because Lisa comes in, and she just starts talking, and she does that whole thing, well, as somebody who runs a restaurant, you were representing us, and if somebody did that in our restaurant, it would piss me off, blah, blah, blah. But she doesn't get mad until Kristen whispers something to Tom, and that just annoyed the fuck out of her.
1: Which, honestly, relatable
0: yeah 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 totally
1: As people who
0: teach (laughs) yes i had a professor lose his ever-loving shit one time on the first day of class because he had just handed out the syllabus and was starting to go over it and like somebody in the class turned around and was talking to the person behind them and oh like he said something about it and they gave him lip back and it just exploded and this was almost that.
1: <laughs> so. Well, I mean, the first day of the semester is way too early to pull out that shit, but <laughs> maybe you'll have to cut this, but they're like halfway in the semester when a class is like, you know, there's like some of those students who like are literally too cool to be in your class and they're just yeah. like talking in the background. I've definitely called them out before. I've been like, "Do you have a, I'm sorry, do you have a question?" <laughs>
0: Yeah, me too. Sometimes not that tactfully, I must admit. Me either. But Lisa's yeah. just like, "Did you have something more important to say than what I'm saying, Kristen?" And I was like, "Oh shit!"
1: Damn, <laughs> <laughs> she has incurred the, the wrath of LVP.
0: I mean, Kristen was super fucking shady throughout most of this episode, so I ain't sad for her. But
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> no, and and Lisa kind of has her her finger on that pulse of Kristen's shadiness, but. But Tom goes to her defense and he's like, he's just saying that her heart was beating, pounding.
0: No, and I totally believe that because. Yeah. You know. But then we get, you know, what's going on here? Blah, blah, blah. And then we get, again, Jack's falling into this is my responsibility. I was acting like a kid, blah, 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 blah.
1: Just shows his stomach immediately.
0: He does. Oh, well, you know. He knows what he has to do to stay employed there. That's true. Hunting the fertile surf fields. So <laughs>
1: Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um yeah, so Lisa's kind of just going through everyone and calling them out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then she kind of she talks about the Katie Stasi altercation.
0: She does. And we get a a a handy replay of it because I didn't remember exactly what happened even when we were recapping it last week.
1: The show is really excellent at the replay.
0: Yeah, and with that, Stassi did pull Katie's hair, mm-hmm. but Katie did initiate the physical contact.
1: This is true. This is true. So
0: <laughs> then, then we get the 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 exchange that the. It's the titular sequence for this episode.
1: That's like I'm not a ghetto bitch,
0: right? You fold her hair. I I, I wouldn't do that. That sounds like a ghetto bitch. Well, I'm not a ghetto bitch. Lisa's like eh,
1: that sounds kind of like a, a ghetto, ghetto bitch. bitch, and you're I just can't... like, oh damn, Lisa really turned on Stassi this episode. Yeah,
0: yeah, I like it. Me thinks you might be a little bit of a ghetto bitch, Stassi. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, and I mean also something that like when you think about it, maybe no one would say on TV in 2020.
0: Probably not. I don't know. Maybe. But yeah, you're probably right.
1: But hey, what are you going to ha- yeah, but yeah, uh, then we get to the the real big confrontation of the scene. Places like anybody else? Anyone anyone?
0: Before we get there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because before that Kristen is yelling at Stasi, or maybe it's not before that. Um, you should just quit, Stassi!
1: <laughs> oh, like, that's right. What? Uh-huh. She's like, this, She's like, this is, like, all your fault! And You're just like, whoa!
0: And then we see Laura Lee.
1: And then, and, yes, Lisa's like, anyone else? Anyone?
0: And I really didn't think, and, and not knowing her, so that's probably it, because um, both Jax makes a comment and then Lisa like has her spiller guts, but she didn't look Lisa really upset put, to me.
1: Yeah, Lisa really puts her on the spot. She's like, you look like you're having a fit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so then it all comes out and, you know, why are you sending me all these bullying texts and everybody's read these texts and such? So it's just like, yeah, yeah, I did send you bullying texts. And yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Which, I mean, I have to admit, it was probably her best move.
0: Yeah, be aggressive. <laughs> Don't be apologetic. Be aggressive. Right. And so they go back and forth and, you know...
1: Really, he's like, I helped you. I, I stuck your tables and da 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 da
0: Well, and some of the B-team... B-teamers come to Stasi's defense it's like, well, we're, we're, we're gonna work at a restaurant together. That's what they're supposed to do. I worked at plenty of restaurants. And... Granted, never as a server, so made it slightly different. Any servers out there that want to correct me, please uh, do so. But it's one thing if your server friend is busy and you like, oh, okay, let me take this refill to their table. It's another thing if they just have a Stassi moment and just leave and you're just like, oh, shit, and just cover for them completely and never say anything. I know that you're B-teamers and you want to be with the cool kids and get more TV time, but come on now.
1: I mean, the other thing, though, that I felt was a little worrying in, in LL's little speech was where she was like, I'm the happiest that I've ever been in my life, and, and I just got out of a bad relationship, and all Jax does is build me up. He just builds me up, and you're just like... Yeah. I...
0: I believe that, though. I believe that Jax does do nothing except when she's around but say really nice things to her and build her up.
1: Why do you say that?
0: she's Jax Taylor.
1: Jax Taylor knows how to sweet-talk the ladies.
0: Hey, well, that, that's their only plays. And, you know, I do think that Stasi and her vitriol was correct in some ways that Lorelee probably does have low self-esteem. I and mean, she has been through a lot of shit and dudes like Jax can smell that on the wind and he, he... I mean he honestly he probably did some of the same shit with Stassi
1: probably this is true
0: because i mean as as much as we have said that Stassi is an alpha her behavior these last couple of episodes you know shows that there's some insecurity there
1: oh 100% absolutely um too, I i was you know, even though I've seen this episode multiple times, I forget how early this begins, but like what do you think of Lisa's reaction to this um altercation, as it were, or this fight?
0: For TV, I thought it was perfect. For somebody actually running a business, I thought it was catastrophic.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Why?
0: I've never owned a business, but I've been the manager at some, and we've had some situations, uh, and they usually do involve who's stick is going where, um, that got out of hand. Mm-hmm. But if you have somebody bullying or harassing, or however you want to phrase it, somebody outside of work to the level that Stasi was bullying Laura Lee, you have to do something one way or the other. I mean, honestly, I probably would have fired Stasi over it.
1: I think that's fair. I think Lisa, in, in a lot of ways, just seemed to be enjoying watching Stasi be put in her place. Oh, sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody was. Sheena was. <laughs> I'm not a yeah. little turtle anymore.
1: You're like, way to, way to go, Sheena. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, Lisa did threaten, I guess, to fire everyone. Where she was like, you are replaceable.
0: No, totally. Um, but I mean, if you didn't, if you have a situation where you don't want to fire the person, you have to do something to them.
1: Sure. Like punish them in some way.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know that you could demote her because I don't think she has a position you can demote her from. They could have suspended her again or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And maybe to be fair, you do it to both of them. Even though I don't know that Laura Lee had done anything to deserve it.
1: No, I mean, she really didn't, so like yeah the i mean the 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 rage texting the bullying, the harassing, I think it kind of falls under all of those umbrellas. It's not good, it's not a good look
0: no, it's not
1: <sighs> but then stacy and the 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 b the b team have like a little
0: <laughs> yeah
1: a little post game afterwards
0: well even before that, Kristen has to get another lick lick in because she's like. Fuck your couch, Stassi. Because you all the time want to cry about being 24 and all this stuff. Well, you don't know what I've been through and what she's been through and what Loralee's been through. I mean, pointing at herself, Katie and Loralee, of course, the three, like, and I don't know, maybe they did go through something really bad. But t- by the time we were 24, I was like, damn, Kristen. <laughs> you, you have been living in denial and suppressing rage at Stassi for a long-ass time. I
1: guess so. It's, it, it's all... It's out. It's all, it's a flowing.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck your couch. I like it. Fuck your couch, yeah. So now I'm kind of, uh, I, before we continue, I want to throw something out and I don't expect you to answer because I know you know the answer to this. But a couple episodes ago, when the bomb was dropped about our boy Jax knocking up somebody in Vegas, Kristen immediately leaves Sue's defense. And I have hypothesized that she's been feeding him information. And just the way she defended him made me think that maybe they were more than friends, that they were fucking. But now the way that she's going after Stasi, it is almost like she just really doesn't like Stasi. Because at this point, it's not really even about defending Jax. I mean, she does still do that. It's like, that's a lie, blah, blah, blah. But it's, it's really just going over Stasi for being a bully that I suspect Stasi often always is.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's hard to explain the actions of Kristen Doty sometimes. She just... She gets on a cause and doesn't let go. Okay. Is what I would say.
0: Oh, cool. I mean, that that, that does seem to fit.
1: I should get more wine.
0: I should get some more wine.
1: Are you finished with your margarita?
0: I mean, I can be while you're plugging in.
1: <laughs> you don't have to, That's
0: you. Cheers. Uh,
1: wow, you're drinking slow.
0: Because I've been talking.
1: We're back from our regular scheduled program. <laughs> we,
0: <laughs> we have refilled our drinks. We're right. <laughs> ready to continue.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. Are you ready for the, the... Well, I mean, there's really not much to say except that... Uh, yeah, we just get the Stasi and the B group post-game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then we get the Tom Sandoval Stassi Violet Metaphor super clip, which is actually probably my favorite part of this episode.
1: <laughs> it was amazing.
0: So this was my favorite, and it's Stasi talking to Jax about the incident that occurred with the sunscreen. And I almost wish that we had gotten this in context, although it would have made Stasi look even worse than it did during the actual episode. But here you go. My rendition of Stasi. I normally literally would have ran across that float with daggers and not only stabbed you both like 40 times, but then thrown you off, tarred and feathered each of you, beheaded you, then... And- Quartered your bodies and dragged you through the cities of West LA on a disgusting truck.
1: <laughs> I love the laugh at the end. Saucy does. have Yeah, a no, I,
0: I cackled for a good like solid minute after that.
1: She just got away with words. That little she sauce. does. It
0: actually kind of made me want to read her book.
1: <laughs> You're like, I will listen or I will read next level basic bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would actually rather have the audio book if she read it but
1: she is on the audiobook so nice per holland's suggestion we should listen to the audiobook
0: Uh, we have another suggestion actually we have a suggestion that we should review all the music that comes out of this because apparently not only sheena but somebody else releases some music from this so what i was told is what a little
1: little birdie birdie told told me yeah I was just trying to remember. I was like, "Who else releases music other than Sheena?" But okay, we can go. We can come back to this.
0: Yeah, totally. Then we go to Sheena working on choreography.
1: Yes. Oh, Sheena, I love how she was like. She's like, I just don't have the same coordination.
0: Right. What? I I learned tap and dance and jazz hands and I don't know what all the fuck she said, but now it just. My body doesn't, mine don't work that way anymore.
1: Yes, because she's very ancient, apparently.
0: Uh, apparently. Also, uh, although you know, when the, they're going through the moves, and there's like, okay, you melt down, and then you open your legs, and she's like, okay, she's like, oh, are any of you girls wearing dresses? At least she showed some consideration for her backup dancers.
1: She was like, how does Britney do this?
0: Right. There's so many Britney Spears references in this. And I guess this was from, like, what, 2003? but
1: two thousand. Well, this is in 2013. So oh, okay. Britney, I think this is kind of, like, right on the tails of Britney making, like, her third comeback.
0: Okay. Maybe. I, this kind of makes sense then. But, yeah, just what I also love here is she's like, I'm worried about Stassi judging me for this slutty dance I'm going to do.
1: I was so like, oh, girl, you're way too worried about what Stasi thinks of you.
0: Yeah, for real.
1: She's scared of Stassi, which maybe she's right to be, I guess.
0: She has shown the most common sense of anybody thus far this episode, not named Lisa Vanderkaal. Oh, one other thing uh, to go back to it. There's one important person in all of this that we did not hear Dick from in that meeting. Frank.
1: Oh, we did not hear anything from Frank. Frank. Frank is like almost not in this episode.
0: Yeah, he's shown a couple of times, which also makes me
1: complaining to him.
0: Yeah, yeah. But it almost makes me think he has some sense. Though, why are you then on a uh, reality TV show? Um,
1: For the fame and the money, I don't know.
0: But you're not willing to do any of the things that makes you famous or gets you money. You, you, You know, I know you're the second string quarterback for the Iowa Hawkeyes or some shit, but come on, man, show some personality.
1: See, I told you, Frank sucks.
0: I don't think that he sucks. I just, he seems like somebody who got the job, got the girl, at least for a little while, and just wanted to be normal, which why are you in Hollywood and why are you on this show? I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Is... Anyway, I just I just found it odd that, and I get it from a producer because it was much more entertaining. The the shift from Jack's being upset that Stassi was with Frank to now Stassi being upset that Jax is with Laura Lee, and if I were Frank, that would be a huge fucking warning sign.
1: I mean, maybe from Frank's point of view, it's all still fresh for Stassi. Maybe. I I don't know. Maybe he's just happy to be here.
0: He could be. I mean, he ought to be.
1: Remember what Tom said. This is the hottest girl he's ever dated.
0: (laughs) That's probably true. (laughs) Uh,
1: uh, Yeah. But, uh... Yeah... So, so our next scene is Stassi hanging out with the B team.
0: Yep, discussing the upcoming show, and like, I don't think I want to go to it. Stasi says until she finds out that Sheena is the opening act, and then she gets stupid excited.
1: She's like, "What?"
0: I actually had to like rewind this part because she goes, "You know, she's like, I expect this to be like an ancient Britney Spears." That's
1: right. I wrote that down too.
0: And I was like. She's going to have backup dancers? Nobody has backup dancers anymore. Which is kind of true. Los, yeah.
1: I just love that she was like, "What?" I, I don't know what exactly what she said, but it was something like, leave the pop stardom to the people with talent. I was like, ooh, love.
0: Well, I have to say, though, and she did say that, um... Also like that she says this is gonna be like Britney at her lowest times 10. <laughs> it's like I don't think she gonna shave her head on stage, but maybe. <laughs> That'd be yeah, for performance
1: huh? Sassy's throwing some good shade right now. I guess. She is.
0: Oh, she's in her element at this point. She's like, fuck that bitch, I don't like her, and there are no recriminations for talking shit. Especially with the B team. Um no. but when the B team does play the song for her. And granted, we are getting it off of their phone over, like, the the camera mics. Whoever mixed that did a pretty good job because it didn't sound like shit. Anytime that we've seen her in the booth recording, it has been terrible. But the actual released mix wasn't that bad.
1: I can't even, for some reason, I can't even remember what song Sheena sings.
0: I, something about being hot, I don't know
1: oh, like, I like it, or something. Like, Yeah,
0: because Stassi goes real some really intelligent lyrics. Like, it's pop. Come on. It's,
1: there's, later on, Sheena has another song that's way more memorable, I guess I'll say. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so then we cut to the, uh, yes, Sheena's getting ready to go on stage. What'd you think of Sheena's pop star costume?
0: I thought it was a very pop star. Um, that was a hell of a brawl, and I'll say that.
1: I was like, it's like, a, it's like the 2013 version of trying to be Madonna.
0: Kinda, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah.
0: I also want to say, before we get to that, they show a, some footage of the A team showing up, and they're all just kind of hanging out. And we see Kristen smoking a cigarette. And the only reason I bring that up is because that was probably the most attractive Kristen has looked so far these five episodes.
1: Wow, Ben's like, suddenly on Team Kristen, all right.
0: Uh, 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 not on Team Kristen, but I was like, oh, wow, Kristen actually looks attractive there. Not that she, you know, was unattractive before, but that was one of her hotter moments thus far.
1: Yeah, suddenly, it, it was like this amazing shift where, like, suddenly Kristen and Katie are, like, Sheena's best friends.
0: I know, right? That's, and it's so lame. So lame. We don't get a whole lot of Katie in this episode.
1: No, no, no. Kristen is starting to distinguish herself as a character, though. We'll she leave is, that yeah. For Kristen.
0: Yeah, for real. So it's time for the performance, and they get up there and they start doing their dance. Stasi goes, I knew I should have been a hooker. <laughs> 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 uh, so great. Her,
1: her face, too, is just so. She was just like, I mean, the, the face is just kind of like blank shock, taking it all in. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Hey, I gotta say though, I have to give Shishu some credit for this. To have never performed live this song, or probably any song before, and to have just learned choreography for it, and to get up there in front of not only a crowd of people you don't know, but all your coworkers, that's it's pretty brave. I got to get it her. It's pretty grab- brave. A- it's
1: like a big deal.
0: Yeah, then we get a cut of Kristen going. Stasi's only here, s- hoping that Shishu will fail.
1: That's true, but um, well, she was not wrong. I guess she knows Stasi.
0: Not- that is exactly my note. Kristen knows Stasi.
1: Um, and suddenly Kristen is also Shishu's number one fan.
0: Yeah, for real.
1: Compared to Britney Spears, how do you think? How do you think Sheena did? um not quite britney at her peak i guess i would say no but she did do good She did pretty good
0: it seemed fine i think if i had been drinking and been there live i would have probably enjoyed it Jax with the she's hot yeah thanks Jax. um i don't know we didn't get, we didn't get enough of the performance i i almost do think that she was flip-syncing sure um and you know a lot of people do that so i'm not gonna bang on her especially doing a dance routine and oops, um yeah I thought it I thought it was fine if an oddly assembled show because when we later on we get some shots of Tina playing Tina's actually like doing some real roots rock mixture of R&B kind of stuff
1: accompanied by our very own Tom, Tom Sandoval. Sandoval yeah
0: no right yeah I was like Tom Sandoval's playing guitar on this and they never mentioned that <laughs> Sandoval plays guitarist in a band? What the hell?
1: But hey, you know, Sandoval, a man of many talents.
0: Apparently so.
1: Um, I think maybe the biggest shock of the episode is Stassi was impressed.
0: She was. And I, I, I guess I will let that be my guide, that it must have been a pretty decent performance.
1: You know what, Stassi, we can't support your behavior in this episode, but we do trust your judgment. So We do.
0: We, we know, we, we trust you to be honest.
1: <laughs> As Sheena says.
0: Yes, exactly. I love it, though, because, and, you know, that it, we really learn a lot about these. We really learn a lot about these two, Shishu and Stassi. Oh. Because we learn throughout the episode, we see at various times that Sheena is probably actually a decent person.
1: Because even when she's
0: even when she's hanging out with like the A team, because Stasi's not there and all this other stuff, she at least is coming in. Maybe not in the moment amongst the group, but at least it's reflecting concern for the the aggrieved party.
1: You know, it was. It's a nice moment for Sheena. She's she's very kind in that moment she with is. Stassi.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, I love it though when Stassi's like. Don't cry, because normally we hate each other.
1: It's <laughs> a good acknowledgement of the situation, I guess. It
0: is, yeah. Not totally. Again, uh, I she might be a little off uh, her rocker, but Stasi is honest. I don't.
1: At least we can say that Stassi is not fake.
0: No, although that does bring up something that Shishu says here. When she's when she's talking about how this is all affecting Stasi and how emotional and everything she is. She goes makes me think that that mean girl is just a facade. Mm. So, What do we
1: think of that?
0: She reverts to it pretty easily. So I don't think it's just a facade. But I do think that it is, I don't know that it's necessarily masking insecurity, but I do think that she has insecurities. And it also leads me to believe that she thought that these people were good friends and not interesting friends.
1: Mm. Sure, maybe just not, she, she isn't quite able to discern the type of friend she has yet.
0: Well, it does make it sound like she's the youngest one. Sassy? Yeah. She
1: I is don't know the, if she, Okay.
0: She Okay.
1: I think she is the youngest one of them. She and Katie might be the same age, but I know that Kristen is quite a bit older. Sheena is older. I don't know how old Katie is.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it combine that with you're talking about being twenty four as opposed to everything that we face at twenty four. Um, so it's just kinda of that, really. Mm-hmm. You know.
1: Here's my question for you. How drunk do you think Stasi is in that moment to be this nice to Sheena?
0: Pretty fucking drunk. <laughs> Pretty fucking drunk. Although I do love that what we end on before we go to the recap is the fact that, yeah, we, we were doing shots together, but of course she made me pay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that down too. I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, your pimp green game is strong, Stasi.
1: <laughs> <laughs> A true power move. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, that was. Um, and that was the episode. That was the episode.
1: Yeah, it, I was like, woof goes by speed of light just like a lot of little mini scenes
0: yeah no that one did go by really really quick um especially for no more than i mean and i guess we did have like one big explosion and then the whole jacks and more thing, but not a whole lot really happened
1: no no the big showdown was like that it's a lot of table setting i guess i would say yeah. for the rest of the season.
0: Well, I mean it's almost over. I mean, we are halfway through. Season halfway un- through. Numero halfway uno. Through
1: season one. Man.
0: We are indeed.
1: What a journey. Um <laughs> what a journey. So okay, going to the categories, who do we think WeHo's thirstiest server of the episode is?
0: hmm there's only two people it could be
1: yeah i agree with you and i feel like i know who the two people are
0: yeah probably it's either jacks mm-hmm. but i i almost feel that we can do that default almost anytime right and i do think that we i have to acknowledge that a lot of times mail servers especially mail servers Um, who are as good looking as Jax or close to it, will excessively flirt. And they don't necessarily mean anything. They're trying to get good tips, just like female service when they flirt.
1: Of course, part of the job.
0: Right, totally. But just that whole, I'm still super upset and she's my girlfriend and I just really want Stassi back to, I don't know that I said this when I was talking about it earlier, but that scene with Peter where Peter's like, I know that I've heard that you've been fucking somebody here and he doesn't know how to react until he gives him the, the out and says who it is. He's fucking somebody else there. It might be somebody on the B team. It might be another A teamer. I don't know, but he is fucking somebody else there just because he did not know how to respond to it until Peter said who it was.
1: Oh, so you think he's fucking multiple server servers right now? I do. TBD. Right, totally. TBD. But But that's a good point. Huh.
0: And then my other is Laura Lee.
1: Yeah, I mean, those are really the only two options, because Laura Lee just man, she drives right into the Jax Taylor pool, as it were.
0: Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm sure that it's a, she's not the only one to have dived straight into the polo of Jax Taylor. Um, and especially, you know, again, all the scenes that we see of them, he, he is, I think it's fake and being manipulative, but he is building her up and being super supportive And everything. It's true. Um, you know, and if you are nine months sober and just got out of a shit relationship, That kind of stability and hotness, probably very attractive.
1: It's a good point. It's a really, a very good point. So, so who do you want to give it to? Do you want to give it to Jax or Laura Lee?
0: Um, I figure that Jax is going to have multiple opportunities to earn more. I don't know that Laura Lee is, so I will give it to Laura Lee. What about you?
1: I would probably also give it to Laura Lee. LL putting the up a lot o. of putting a lot of points up this episode.
0: She is. Uh, without a doubt.
1: <laughs> yeah, so who do you think has come out on top of this episode? Like who is our number one alpha?
0: Honestly, the alpha of the episode is Lisa, but that doesn't I count.
1: No, it doesn't really count, but I mean it's true. Lisa really just comes in and drops a lot of
0: Yeah. she she cracked the whip this episode. Um I'm going to go... I'm going to go completely outside the box here. I think. I'm going to go with Kristen.
1: Kristen Doty taking the, the W from Ben. How come?
0: Because she is manipulating all of this. Because she is offering up her home as a safe space for all the... The people that Stasi was formerly mad at to come hang out and Stasi's
1: enemies, yes. Yeah,
0: the the, <laughs> the Stasi <Stassiator> Club. Um <laughs> she even though she does get called down by Lisa in the, the meeting, she's still going after Stasi throughout that entire thing. Um, That's
1: a good point. It's a good point. And she like shifts really quickly. Like, you're right. I I never would have thought of that, but I think that you're right. I think Kristen takes the, the win here.
0: Well, who are you thinking?
1: I mean, I was like, maybe it's Sheena, just in the sense mm-hmm. that she has a successful show. And, you know, while she's not behind the scenes manipulating some, some things. Like, she really does show a lot of heart in this episode, which is a win mm-hmm. in and of itself, I guess. No,
0: totally, yeah. But
1: that, I think you're right. I think it's Kristen.
0: I, I almost thought of Sheena, but the, the only, and the reason that I backed off from it is, and I'll do credit to Sheena for getting up there and doing that, she was not really the author of any of the success in this. It was Tina throwing on the... True. Uh, Cooking the room and then, you know, asking her to open and then her label and choreographer getting behind her and vocal coach and getting her coached up. Now she said to go out and perform. And she did that, without a doubt. And you're right, she did show a lot of heart. She um, if anything, I think she was the most likable person in this episode.
1: Really, the the real answer to why she cannot possibly win this episode is that she's still too worried about what other people think of her.
0: Yep. Well, specifically one person.
1: <laughs> specifically with thinks Except yeah. for why do you think she's chasing Stassi's approval?
0: I think she looks at Stassi and that's who she wants to be.
1: mm mm-hmm.
0: So um
1: She's not mean enough to be saucy. it seems.
0: And not five episodes through she's not
1: no No. Yeah, so so who ends up on the bottom of this episode, do we think?
0: Stassi ends up on the bottom of this episode, because this is the everybody kicking dirt in Stassi's face episode.
1: Yeah, the wheel of fortune has really turned with (laughs) Stassi sitting at the bottom. And really, her behavior is like the most inexcusable that it's been the whole season.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Some of the work stuff probably not overly excusable the entire season, but this one she did just kind of come a little unglued, I think.
1: And Lisa just like totally puts her on blast.
0: It's been coming though. I mean, and I, <laughs> other than the whole, yeah, uh, it does kind of sound like you might be a little bit of a ghetto bitch. Other than that, <laughs> I mean, she didn't. You'd quite go after her as hard as she would after Kristen for disrespecting her.
1: That's true. Uh, do not get on Lisa Vanderpump's bad side.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Woof. Um, who who do you think is Lisa's number one boy or girl this episode?
0: Gosh, that's a tough one.
1: I know, it really is, because everyone is kind of so on the, the shit list this time.
0: Yeah. I think I'm going to have to give it uh, another one for the newcomer.
1: To Laura, Laura Lee? Lee? Mm-hmm. Why Laura Lee? Because
0: she warns Jax to be careful with Laura Lee.
1: That's true. That's true.
0: And then she also, even though I don't know that she went far enough, she did take Laura Lee's side in the whole squabble with Stassi. That's
1: true. She did take Laura Lee's side. I guess my answer initially was going to be it just has to default to Peter this episode.
0: mm. Yeah. She
1: really is the only one that's not on her shit list right now. True, true. Um, but Laura Lee makes sense too, so.
0: Yeah, I think either one of those. Um, yeah, so it's always just hard to pick Peter because Peter's not really involved in anything. No. I, I, I do think that you and Holland are right that he's supposed to be the stand-in for the audience because when he's there, he usually is just Peter the questioner. He's asking a question or making a statement that it's the common sense thing that a listener or a, a viewer would probably doing but even though he is an employee and he does kind of hang out with them his position as manager sets him apart from them too
1: it does indeed he also gave us a crucial bit of information about who Jax was sleeping with
0: well well, at least one of the people Jax is sleeping with one of the people
1: Jax is sleeping with
0: in the uh, Lindsay hypothesis anyway
1: the Lindsay hypothesis that's right The Lindsay universe. Right. (laughs) (laughs) We should make a meme of you, like, with the the math things.
0: Right, totally. Yeah, what did uh... you...
1: Just the final thoughts of the episode?
0: So we're halfway through the first season.
1: Yeah, halfway through. Woo!
0: Yeah, woo! Um... I still just don't know. I mean, I had said last week that I was kind of coming around on Stasi and I'm starting to like Stasi, and I still do. I, I think everybody gets a little... Crazy. Yeah. If we're ever going to survive, you know, we've got to get a little crazy. So,
1: Well, especially post-breakup. I mean, that's just like... It, it does really kind of make anyone a little bit nuts.
0: Especially when the manipulator figures out the game, and manipulates you back. Um, And I mean, and I think that that's probably the takeaway, is that despite the fact that Stasi makes some very declarative statements here about, "It's, it's plain to see now that these relationships are over. Bullshit. You know.
1: Why do you say bullshit?
0: Well, one, because I know it's bullshit, because I know that they are all on the show for several more seasons. Um, But she obviously just cares too much.
1: Yeah. It's like, you wouldn't be that mad if you didn't care that much.
0: Right. Well, I mean, you know, between the thing with her mom and her, like, not joining in on dogging Jax to the one person in her life who's willing to dog Jax, um, and just the way that she reacts to him dating somebody else. Dating. Him fucking somebody else. Um, yeah, that she still cares a lot. And, have you ever
1: told that move? Have you ever tried to make an ex jealous? Uh,
0: I have not. How about you?
1: No, I don't really think I ever have either.
0: I mean, Thinking I...
1: In my own mind, I've done things to, like, take revenge for my own sanity, but, like, not in the sense that I was trying to fuck with them, if that makes sense.
0: Right. Of course, I've also never worked with an ex and still had to see them every day, even though they were my ex. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I think there is something to that. But, yeah, no, I mean, you know, and I've been in – on-again, off-again relationships, of course, like most people have. So, I mean, there's some of that behavior there, but nothing nothing to where I was just like, because I just really don't know that that would work that well. What do you mean? I, I can't imagine. And that's why I guess this, this episode is kind of a mystery to me, because Stassi gets so pissed off about this. But A, there's the whole thing of the misplaced anger because why are you mad at Laura Lee? You should be mad at Jax if you're going to be mad at somebody over it, even though you're no longer in a relationship with him. But I don't know how the girl is the one who gets mad, that the guy is able to do that to make the girl mad. You know what I'm saying? I've seen it where, like... A boy and girl break up, and the girl will go fuck one of his friends to get back at him. Sure. Totally. Makes perfect sense. And maybe it's my own small-mindedness that I just never really thought of the inverse working.
1: Oh. I mean, I guess it's, like, less common, right? Yeah. Maybe. Because. That is... I mean, I, I'm not even going to pretend like I think Laura Lee and Stassi are close friends. Obviously, yeah, they're not. Yeah, yeah, We've yeah. never seen her unless for the past few episodes. But in a close female friendship, that's like a almost an all time ender of a friendship. Sure,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that if people are actually like legitimately close. But I fuck your coworker that you maybe invite on the last day of your birthday because you know they're not going to be able to get off. You know, the C teamer. <laughs> So,
1: I can see why Stassi is angry in the sense that it's like so blatantly in front of her face. Sure, but it, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Again, it 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 almost smacks to me of that whole Stassi doesn't know the difference between what what a good friend is, who her good friends are.
1: Good point. Good point. Because maybe she
0: did think. Uh, Maybe she, you know, even though she's like, you know, last episode, she's like, "Uh, I invite everybody, but the people that I don't really care if can't be there, I'll invite them second, because I know they probably won't be able to get off.
1: I mean, I really doubt that Saucy and Laura Lee were ever close friends, but it gives her more, it it gives her, if she positions them as being close friends, it gives her... More leeway and the amount of firepower that she points at Laura Lee.
0: Well, I think it also might be a misdirection of her hurt feelings towards Katie and Kristen that she is then misplacing them on Laura Lee. Because Laura Lee, at least as far as we know right now, even though I have my suspicions about Kristen, um, they haven't. Katie and Kristen haven't crossed that threshold.
1: Right.
0: But they have been complete not friends to her through all this. <laughs> right,
1: right, right.
0: Um, so she can take that hurt from the way that friendship is going and direct it to Laura Lee because there theoretically isn't as much blowback, but she can be lumped into that you are my friends, why are you being a dickhead to me? Yes,
1: yes, true. I think that that is a good assessment of what's happening in Stassi's little 24-year-old psyche. I wanted to ask you this our last episode, but it still applies this episode. Why do you think people get trapped in these like on and off again, sort of like toxic back and forths?
0: Ooh, that's a deep question.
1: I know. Bringing in the deep question. Thank you. Mm -mm. Inspired by VPR.
0: Mariana's trench questions here. Um, I don't. I am not a psychologist, and I don't play one on TV. Uh, <laughs> but I, I will say that I think that it has a lot to do with the fact that we have chemistry with some people. Yeah and you know as much as it is cliched that oh the the good times are so good blah 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 Mm -hmm. i do think there's something to that and i do think that again when Jax is laying it on like he was with laura lee i'm sure that especially when you have people who are damaged and we're all damaged in some ways but some people more than others and if you have really low self-esteem and you've always been cheated on but you have somebody who you you may not necessarily trust but when you're with them you do feel like you're the center of their universe but i think that makes it very addicting to want to still be with them and then you also get into the sunken cause fallacy we've spent so much time together that even you know that even though this is bad our grandparents would have stuck it out and fixed the things you didn't just throw stuff away blah 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 blah, blah, blah,
1: blah, blah. I've had a lot of friends I mean and myself too but I've had a lot of my friends go through that in ending relationships that have been going on for I don't know years I guess they're just sort of like well but like we've been together for so long like Mm -hmm. is it a good idea to end it now which is not quite the same as the back and forth but yes I think you're right
0: yeah, but I think it can be that whole, that, and a lot of time, I think that the boomeranging back and forth usually doesn't happen as quickly as I, I have a feeling that's going to happen here, the on-again, off-again thing, because, I mean, they've alluded to that they would get to a fight and almost break up all the time, yeah. but then they'd be, be fine two weeks later, and I think that that's something slightly different than what I necessarily meant by the boomerang, where you date for a while and you break up and you are broken up for months, maybe years, and then you eventually get back together. But in, in those cases, I think that there is just something about being with somebody that already knows you. Yeah. Whether they know you as, as much as you think they do or not, but I mean, you don't, you have a backstory with them. There's a comfort there.
1: A hundred percent agree. I think that is a good assessment of why that happens.
0: I already know what restaurants she likes, so this will be easy.
1: This will be easy, yes.
0: Well, I don't mean it like. (laughs) You don't don't have to. I I don't mean it easy like in piece of tail easy. No, I
1: know. I knew what you meant. Okay. Don't worry. I'm sorry, Ben. It's okay. But yeah. I think you're right, Easy in that like you're right. the 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 interchange, the like you don't have to spend as much time doing the awkward first date right. Like, what's your favorite color? like
0: yeah, you already know about their mom and them, so it's all good. yeah so. she is Buckle up. Buckle up. That's right. It is uh going to be another wild one, I think.
1: Another wild one, yes. Oh that's right. I just remembered what the preview was for the next episode.
0: It seems we're actually gonna get some Frank FaceTime in that one. Yay. We are
1: gonna get some Frank on camera in the next episode. Well, I mean Oh boy, is it a doozy.
0: Yeah. Well, I will be buckled up then. Mr. Frank's wild ride.
1: Also, uh, just like a, oh, caught with your trousers down. Excellent. Um, just like as a side note, so as we're recording this, mm-hmm. our first episode has aired, and we have 29 whole listeners, so thanks to everyone who listened so far. We hope you've made it this far.
0: We do. We do, and we hope that you will invite your friends to uh, join in the gorgeous train wreck that is the Vanderpump Rules, and also this podcast.
1: One of my friends told me she really liked the podcast. She said she really enjoyed how seriously you were taking it.
0: (laughs) I'm I'm a serious kind of guy. That's just how I am. Yeah. (laughs) So for Katie, I'm Ben, and we will catch you next
1: week.